this how many have we done already like this is episode 30 something it's around there i mean technically it's like 40 something we've had this podcast longer than we have episodes it's true <laughs> it's like four years right like we just didn't want to like we're like fuck should we even do this shit anymore like it's not going anywhere it's like we, 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 we did five episodes <laughs> and then we waited two years well because it was supposed to be a limited limited series it is but then we realized we had no life and then yeah then covid, <laughs> then COVID hit and we had to find some way to talk to each <laughs> other know, you know, what are we doing what are we doing this is fuck around and and i just want to say thank you to all of you out there because we didn't realize we had an international fan base international there's motherfuckers sure. in peru in the netherlands and some countries I never even fucking heard about. Duhasnich. And fucking yeah. Kazakhstan. We have two in Kazakhstan. That isn't to us. <laughs> Shout out to Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan in the house. That's Fuck where you people in the UK like crazy. I wonder if anyone listens to us in Transylvania. Transylvania. You know, Am I in the right place? Exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, I know. We have a special guest today. We have two special guests. One is listening in. Uh, I'm going to uh, give props. You're, you're going to talk later, bro. What you want you to listen right now? Antonio Pelayo, one of my homies. Uh... We'll talk, we'll talk about you later because I, I you're paranormal. Know, I didn't know he was only your homie, but okay. He's normally my homie, bro. Okay. We'll just do that. <laughs> and then we have the amazing motherfucker that's always at our events because we cannot be without him. Let me tell you, Gil, you're the uncle I never had touch me. That's who. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you're fucking special, bro. We love Mr. Fucking badass detective, fucking Chapulín Colorado, Mr. Gil Carrillo, bro. Oh. oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. He is. Wow, that was loud. That was loud, bro. What the fuck was that about? That's a taco de caca, taco right there, bro. And, and so, oh, that's another one. That's when we get excited, Gil. That's when we get excited, bro. So, listen, man. We love, we, you know, we always talk to you. You're the only one that does our live events. Whenever we have a live Paragordo activity event, that's Gil, the guy you see on stage. He's the greatest stories. He's the best. And you know, you can't beat Gil's stories. You can't. He's that's the true. fucking king of all the toppers. We're outside of my house the other day at my birthday party, and he's out there. We're just hanging on a couple of us outside by the fire, and I'm telling a story about something, and he goes, yeah, well, fucking Charlie Manson tried to jack off in front of me. It's like, how do you fucking... You can't beat that. How do you top that story? You can't beat that. You can beat yourself. <laughs> I mean, but still not did Charles Jack- Manson. Did though, Charlie Manson did Jack off in front of you, bro? Well, he started to, but he didn't finish. Wow. <laughs> he, he didn't finish. Who? I, I mean, mean, the guy's got stamina. How do you fuck? You know, I heard, I heard this. I thought you were a hard worker, bro. But I heard you only did seven hundred to eight hundred cases that you investigated. Well, I, I that's the o- estimate. Only seven hundred. Only. Only. I got fucking Theo that's been involved in more than nine hundred. <laughs> well, here's a question that's pondering everybody because I'm gonna ask it even though no. Ask it. Time. Ask me. What's Charlie? So Charlie Manson. Was he packing heat or what? No. He just. He was down here. 
Only because he was called on a subpoena. That's what the guys used to do with uh, the joint subpoenas? early on. Yeah, they would subpoena <laughs> their friends to get word down here. So when you're a defendant, you can subpoena anybody you want to. So he'd get his attorney to subpoena people like Charlie Manson, a couple of other guys down here. That way they could exchange words. They could get word back up to the joint. It was like a vacation for Charlie. When he came down, they sent him to the Hall of Justice because at that time, the Hall of Justice yeah. was very high security. Yeah, that's where they, that's they, where they had the Sirhan Sirhan. That's where they had the Manson family initially. So he's down here. Damn. And I just happened to be what they called at that time a prowler. So I was a, a senior I was called that once, too. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'd go along. And I was like a senior guy, so I'd walk around and give these guys, hey, you want to go eat lunch? I'll stay here. So they, they called me down. He went to go eat lunch, and my job was to sit in front of, they had three cells. One of them was with Charlie Manson. What the fuck? Sit there and make sure nothing happened. Nobody got in. Nobody got out. I mean, it's high security. And so he just looked at me and said, fuck it, you're going to watch me? I'm going to jack off. I said, yeah, go for it. But what did you do that aroused them? Is what I want to know. Like, there's no fucking tell someone. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna jack up. You gotta be aroused. Did you arouse them? Like, you think well, it would be like? What I, do you I think didn't of think. This? I didn't think he would really watch me rubbing my rubbing right? my crotch. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, you're about a B cup. And especially, and especially when I'm rubbing my wevels, and then I put my fingers up to my nose and made a oh, made, man. Made, made, oh. made an awful face. You know, that's, I mean, you did say that the bloodhound was rubbing his nose against oh, the grass yeah. earlier. But then I did also say yeah. the bloodhound was rubbing his nose against the grass, trying to get that nasty. Yeah, smell out. Man, I can't imagine like just, and then with that just that psychotic look with the swats. Did he have the swats on his forehead by the, uh, that time? I really don't remember. I, I'm she sure was looking he at. Did. His, I was I'm at his sure dick. he did. I, I wasn't looking up there. I'm looking at his dick. <laughs> You know, it's so, a natural thing to do. You know, Fernando's so had many dicks it, in his head. And you know, I saw an inmate. I saw a guy get busted. He had a fly on his dick. When you he, said when you say busted, a, he was in jail. <laughs> Right there at, at Third Street. When I was working at Third Street, oh, the guy fuck? had a tattoo of a fly on his dick, oh, on the yeah, head of his dick. Tattoo. What? And, and I'm sitting there saying, Sure, and, wasn't a mole? And one of the guys says, Hey, Gil, did you check out his tattoo? And I'm fucking looking at what it. What the fuck? And I said, God damn. And then somebody else said, Gil, you don't have to stare at it forever. I mean, it was just fucking unusual. Yeah. You know? yeah. he's like, I'm waiting for the fly to fly away. Yeah, so fucking, Gil has chops just like fucking Karate Kid trying to catch that <laughs> motherfucker. <I'm>, <laughs> I'm waiting for that motherfucker to turn to maggots. You know, I, mean, uh, I don't know what it's going to do. Okay, hold up. I got a question. Where where was that tattoo? Was it on the head or on right the Right on shaft? the head of his dick. Show no, me no. on it. Show Not me on, on the head. Hell no. Show Not me on hefty where the... <laughs> I couldn't show you, man. You know, I, I got foreskin, so there's a difference. You know what I'm saying? Right on the head? Right Dude, on the head of his dick. that's got to be painful. It has to be. That's the most sensitive part. Hell yeah. And, and the needle. And you know the needle... The tattoo needle, yeah, it's like, oh hell no! I know that dude must have been. High. And then they probably, probably, probably got some guy to do it instead of using a binder to clean the oh, blood off, just licked uh, it off. Oh. <laughs> it was probably jailhouse, like done with like a like a blow dryer motor and a pen. You know oh, what I mean? Wow, razor blade and ink. That's crazy. That's like, fucking crazy, bro. That is crazy. Imagine when people see your flies down. When he's flaccid, when he's flaccid, yeah, your flies, flies down. down. Oh, wow, man. man. Well, let he's me all... say this. You, you, you guys said that. Just, just let me say this. Uh, regarding your intro, nobody has more fun than I do oh. when I get to hang with you guys. I, I feel honored. I'm lucky. You guys are the best. You make you. me laugh, and there's nothing more. Better for your health than laughter. Laughter makes everybody. Wow, we appreciate that, man. And, and so I hang with you uh, for your support, 
but for your friendship. I mean, I, that, oh, that, that, awesome. that's, that's all it is. I appreciate it. Can we have a good time with you, man? Cheers. 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 We feel equally the same to you, brother. You know, yeah, I, I, I mean, just, because nobody pulls. I mean, nobody really like. Momo appreciates you having we, touched them. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> that. Nobody really fucking likes to hang out with us because they think like we're in there talking shit and making fun of each other. Which we are. Are we so quiet? We're, really, we're not quiet, but we're very like. People would. Trip out if they would have seen what we were in the green room. People wouldn't that's believe right. the they, shit we they, talk they, about. Oh, I, I, goddamn, that's the best part of the show. The yeah. fucking green room. Yeah, we just, so our topics, like we could be talking about something intense, and like, hold on, I'll be right back. We go perform, we come back and continue it. Yes, exactly. It, it, and you know what? I, I feel like, I really do. It, it's like you've accepted me, even though I'm not a professional stand-up comedian like you guys. You've expected me as part of your group. Bro, I mean, I'm happy. You, you, well, comedy is tragedy. You fucking specialize in that shit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you we make kill, jokes about you know, it. We kill on stage. You investigate people who do kills. It's the same shit. Yeah. And that, even that's funny. I mean, I, I would imagine that you have to have a lot of comedy in order to get through the shit you've seen. You do. I, I you have to have a morose sense of humor, and humor is a defense mechanism. Absolutely. That that's what it is. You, you know, I remember having a female trainee. Uh, to this day, I still call her Chula. She was, she's my friend. We still do a lot of stuff together. I took a day off, and she went. And she handled it. She was with the guy that worked for me that night. Yeah. And that guy was he was lazy. You know, he wasn't that good. And she's, a regular hefty. A regular. You know, I, I knew he was going there. You know, they they put the. They, they put the call out, and they said any unit to handle any unit. That means anybody close by. Yeah. Jump yeah. on it. Gunshot victim. And she picked up the mic. She my trainee. She Because she knows that's what I. Yeah. She would she would have done that with me because that's what I would have wanted her to do. And he said, no, 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 no. Wait, wait. We were Whittier. She was a Whittier and Eastern. She went west about four blocks. Now she's at Arizona. Some guy that's way up in city terrace says, because nobody answered it. Mm-hmm. He says, I'll take it. And he says, Rolling from City Terrace. Then he tells her, go ahead and acknowledge the assist. He just didn't want to handle it too much more. And so she says, then we got there, and we're the first unit there. We get there, and before you know it, everybody's laughing at this dead guy down on the ground. His homeboys were laughing at him. The cops were laughing at him. Everybody, you know, it it just wasn't funny. It was so sad. And she's from the Barrio. She's from East L.A. And... It was brought to my attention because the next day I'm back at work and she's a little late for briefing. And I said, hey, we went outside. I said, hey, you got to beat them. Briefing like on time like everybody else. This bullshit. You're a trainee. You got yeah. And she starts crying. And I said, oh, it's like there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> you know, so I said, oh, no. Okay, let's go get a cup of coffee. She tells me everything that went on. And I told her. I said, okay, you got to understand. She wants to go back to the jail. She did. This is not her. Not for her. And I said, no, you're good. You got street moxie. You're good. You know the streets. You know people. Yeah. Laughter is a defense mechanism. There's nothing There's yeah. nothing attractive about a dead body. I said, these people are just laughing to defend themselves because it's sickening. That's how it is, man. And so you just got, that's just their way. Don't worry about it. You, you, know, know, many, you know how many times a girl laughed at us before she fucked us? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she looks like, okay, she's just laughing. Uh, I guess I'm getting hit. You know, <laughs> you know how many times a girl has laughed after they fucked us? That's what I was going to say. I've never been laughed at before. Maybe during? <laughs> during, <laughs> during, you know. during sex. 
You had someone laugh at you during sex? I mean, I wasn't like a full on like, <laughs> but it was more. I think it was I was tickling her from the inside. I, I like that's what I tell myself at least, you know, to hide the tears. We use a lot of comedy. I mean, when we were doing the ghost hunts, even that shit, like, we had to make jokes when we we're fucking in the dark with the flashlight looking for a fucking Casper. Yeah, you know? he's a orderly home. <laughs> yeah, because usually it was a cholo named Casper that came out. What are you putos doing? Where are you putos from? You yeah. Know, it's amazing you say that. You thought it was a kukui. When I was working the streets as a young patrol deputy, the guys on the streets used to call me the kukui. Wow. I was the kukui. Don't fuck with the kukui. See, Who that's what, that's one thing that I... See, I love Gil, but I hate him. Because... <laughs> the love hate? <laughs> because he doesn't believe in this shit, the paranormal. We, uh, you know but, what? But, but, but he continues to support us. But there's been a couple of times when he's been on stage where he's he's been like, he's bro, don't talk to me. Duh. Hey, the other night that that one guy that was crying with AJ, yeah, oh the yeah, guy that 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 I, I I go back and I report to the family. Yeah, that guy was pretty serious. Either that or he was gay. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, but it works. E- either way, it, it worked <laughs> for me. No, because it was AJ got him good, man. AJ AJ like. He, he touches the soul. Fuck, bro. Like, and you know what? He looks for guys who are, are um, I, I feel like the skeptics, he goes, he digs deeper into them. Mm. And that guy was a skeptic. And then, boom. Yeah, he, he had him. And he had him. He had him crying. And, and you could see it was real sentiment coming yeah. through. Yeah, because he goes, hey, and, and uh, by the way, congratulations. And they're like, we haven't told anybody. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. 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 It's like, it's like he... And then when he said, I see a little boy, he didn't make it too long. She's like, oh, that's my nephew. Yeah, and he's in between you guys. And I'm like, where? Where? Get the fuck out of here. He's a minor. Get him out of here. That's why I left the green room. I was sitting in the green room, and I was was chilling. And then, like, like, while AJ was on stage, and and then, like, I just heard, like, a... Like and it was like right behind my ear, and as I walk out, Momo texts me something. Grab me right now, bro. So <laughs> while we were doing the show, me and AJ were talking, right? And then AJ's talking to me, and he, I bring him up on stage, and I we both hear a little kid's voice saying, "Hey, I'm over here." Okay. And I look to my right, and I look at AJ, and I'm like, "Who's who's?" I'm thinking it's somebody from the green room trying to come up, or somebody that I know. And I looked at AJ, and AJ looked at me back, and he gave me that look like I heard it too. And I'm like, "What was that?" And, and that I think that's was that was well, where he was going towards. And then when the man was talking in the back, somebody grabbed my shoulder, and I told AJ, "Hey, he's like, he's like something's pulling at me." Uh, but it was, I mean, I, when he meant he was pulling me, like, so I was trying to get my attention. Trying to get my attention too. I thought it was good, like it's the I, I wish somebody would come and pull on me. <laughs> oh, they would have fucking grabbed yeah, the boss from the back. I, I gotta tell you. I, I'm partly skeptical because there's always that the thing that I can't get over the power of suggestion. Power of suggestion is phenomenal. Yeah. When we were in, when I was in Vietnam, you'd sit there and you'd be on guard duty and you'd sit there and you'd say, "Hey, did you see that? Did you see what? Look at those bushes right over there. You see a movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I see a movie. There they are. Okay, fuck it. Get flared. Boo." Boom, and then everybody lined up. There wasn't shit out there just because I wanted to fuck with them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the up, power bro. of suggestion, <laughs> you, you can suggest anything. That is true. And, and and so with people, the easiest thing to do, I've always I've said this for years, the easiest thing to do is to lie to people. Yeah. And and the reason all you gotta do is tell them something they wanna they wanna hear. And it's easy to lie. So power of suggestion. 
so I haven't seen anything. And and I tell you, AJ, I love him, and I believe I've I've witnessed what he's done. Yeah, I've got no explanation for what he's done because he pinpoints. Yeah, and and he he the first time he said after the first time I was on stage with him, <laughs> and he says, "Hey, can we go backstage? He says, can I do a reading?" I said, "Go for it." And he started telling me stuff about, uh, and it turned out to be my father-in-law. And there was stuff that was so fucking clear. And there's no way that that came out. Mm-hmm. Now, once he was done, you know, they called him. You know, I, I the, the month of July, I, I see this man. He's not related to you so much. He's not your father, but he's a father figure. And the for some reason, the month of July comes up. His name... You know, the month of July, and I'm like, fuck, okay. I said, all right. And he, yeah, I, I, I have a feeling it, 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 it may be your wife's father. Well, they used to call, his name was Julio, but a lot of people called him July. Wow. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, I said, okay. He says, well, tell, tell, tell her that I thank her and I appreciate everything she did, and it's okay, I'm doing fine. And I'm sitting there saying, motherfucker. Okay? <laughs> so I'm sitting there. Okay. That, that's good. Powers. And then he picks on, then he doesn't pick on me. He starts reading me. And he starts telling me, he says, I see somebody else. This is a father figure. Your father figure. He says, and he passed. And he went away. He wants, first thing he wants you to know is he's very, very proud of you. Well, I, I sat there and said, okay. Anybody that watched the Netflix documentary, it said that's all I wanted. It that's all I ever wanted was to make my dad proud. Yeah. So that could have come from that. I don't know where it came from from his reading or anything, but there was nothing specific. But what he said about my wife and my father-in-law, that was very specific. But since my wife wasn't there, fuck him. I don't have to believe him. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to believe this man. She would have cried. If yeah. She'd have been there. She'd have been crying. I think I was behind you. and I was crying. Nah. Because I, for me, it's you know, it's beautiful to see some people have certain closure what he says but at the same time i also like to see the skeptics are like nah that motherfucker google that shit there was, there was a guy that walked by me and he was like you believe this shit and i'm like well he's made me cry twice now watch <laughs> he does that and people want to believe in him yeah but yet everybody else will believe that somebody died on a crucifix was sent three days later he arose again he's up there sits at the right hand of the father and that's Superman. They believe in that stuff. That's true. And they've never seen him. There's nothing there to do do anything. I believe you know that's that's faith. That's true. Some faith some, is just believing in something that logic says isn't so. Some, but some, but faith your is wife going. comes home and says, "Hey, uh, I'm pregnant. It's not yours. Whose is it? Well, it's God's." Immaculate oh. conception. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I believe you. I, I hope it happened once before. There you go. I have a John friend. the Baptist. I have a friend that. Um, uh, he told me that he, he's a Muslim guy, and he told me that in the Quran, um, you know, the the Quran mentions Jesus a lot. Yeah, he's a prophet. Yeah, he's a prophet uh, in the Quran. But he said that they had a belief that he wasn't crucified because it was custom for, you know, whoever was accusing you of a crime to walk into where they were holding them, kind of like they do now with a lineup, you know, and pick out the guilty party and point at the person and say, that's the guy, Right. But since nobody was accusing Jesus, they just had a Roman guard go in and pick Jesus out. But they picked the wrong dude. They crucified the wrong dude. This is according to him. And so the other guys that were in there took off, including Jesus. And then he came back three days later 
hence resurrection, and told his apostles, hey, you guys, you know, scram, uh, spread the word, but, you know, I'm going to hide out. It was a pinchy Chewy that did it, not exactly, me. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> fucking Chewy. So, I mean, so, you know, they believe that he was never crucified, that he was just a man, he was a prophet, but he was never crucified, that they crucified the wrong dude. And, um, you know, he... Jesus went away and the whole thing with him coming back to life three days later was because he came back three days later and said Every, everybody scrammed. I could see how that makes sense. I mean, it makes sense, Yeah, you know, if you believe that. I mean, it would, it would explain a lot of the inexplicable. Yeah, that he was know? actually alive. And then he had, to, he had to be like, right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to my tomb. <laughs> we're going go to go okay, steal the body. We're going to steal the body. Right. Move this We're going to go streaking through the gym. We're going to bury it in a <laughs> Ditch. A cemetery in El Paso. Right. Yeah. And let's go. see if Hefty <laughs> will see it. Bro. See if they go with their Don't, don't worry, and guys. Cry. I got wine for everybody after this. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But right, here's the exactly. thing. Like, Gil, you've been around, and I'm, I don't even know if it's the word evil is real or is it psychological. But evil is said to be an evil force, something demonic, something that's not uh, holy, something that's, mm. you know, mm. the darkness. Evil. Yes. Evil yes. is just live spelled backwards if yeah. you think about it. Evil. Yes. Do you believe in evil or is it psychological? I, I think it's I all love, I, I, I think it's psychological. It. I, I there there is a there is a good, there is an evil. And where it lies is in the person himself. Because right now, because I'm trained homicide, you, you got evidence of it's not if it's circumstantial, no, that don't that don't wash in court. So right now my belief is you show me what yeah. he is and how it, how he gets there, but if not, you're nothing more than human. And and yeah, and Satanism is nothing more than another form of religion. Mm-hmm. So so who 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 is wrong to say that Satanism is is terrible and Christianity is right? Yeah. You know what about the Muslims who believe in a cow? You know there's. Uh, Whatever faith says. Cows exist, though. And, and I think... <laughs> There's some good looking out there, too. Let's go to the hop. Um, wow. That's what I say. Um, what do you think about, like... Well, there's something you told me that really really uh, made me put things in perspective. You were talking about going on a romantic weekend and what a romantic weekend is for someone like us. But what a romantic weekend would be for someone who is... Uh, psychopath. Sure. Can sure. you pl- explain that for us? Yeah, it, you, you know, the and and I give all credit to Dr. Robert Morneau, retired FBI agent, was my professor up at Cal State, and I took uh, two semesters of advanced criminal investigation pertaining to sex crimes from him. Most brilliant instructor I've ever had, and he says, for purposes of the class, I'm going to give you a word, and the word is sex. And sex for this class, the definition is whatever makes you feel good. So I give you a condo in Mammoth, snow-filled mountains, snowing outside, flickering fireplace, no cell phones, no phones, no televisions, you've got soft music going, no kids, no bill collectors. Just you and that other member of society you want to be with. You have hors d'oeuvres, you're both fresh out of the shower for the night. You got soft music. You have some Cabernet Sauvignon. 
Oh, for your Chicanos, you, you have a Budweiser or something. Some, there, some right Thunderbird. There. Yeah, there you go. You know, it's some right Boone's Farm. The candlelights are going to just you and that other member of society. So when I tell most people that, it's easy for you to understand that that's going to turn into a night of raw, unadulterated sexual intercourse. That's what you assume, but it's not true. And, and so, <laughs> you're not a hefty's life. For, for most people, that's what it's going to be. And yeah. it's easy to understand because that is sex to them. Now I give you a man that can't afford to go to Mammoth, doesn't have a flickering fireplace, doesn't have a bottle of Cabernet Sauvignon. What he does have is a bottle of white port in his back pocket. And he's not up in Mammoth, but he's up in the hills of Malibu. And he doesn't have a fireplace, but he's got a book of matches. And he's not with another member of society, but he's got his own member in his own hand because he just set the hills of Malibu on fire and he's in an act of masturbation because he's a pyromaniac. And that is sex to him. Mm. So when you put that into anything you want to do, it makes it easier for me as an individual to talk to people when they've committed a crime. Richard was Richard Ramirez, the most vile man I've ever interviewed. Yet I could sit there and talk to Richard just like I'm talking to you right now. Because I understand he did what he did for a reason. You don't condone it. You just understand it, and if you do that, it makes it much easier to talk to them and get more information you can. Yeah, because you're not there. You're a fucking animal. You're a no, beast. You're, I you're, mean, you're just like, hey, man, so what, what happened? Yeah. That, what would what, you do? It, it, it's, it's simple. I, I had a guy, uh, one of these things of se- what a reasonable, prudent sexual investigator would know. One of the things, and Richard did it, and that's one of the things that got me on him right away. When someone points a gun at your face, it's not that they want to kill you a lot of times. They just want to see the fear in your eyes. They're getting off on seeing you scared. That's the dominance that they want. And that's what Richard did. And so I knew that. And before I ever got the the Night Stalker case, there was a guy uh, over in uh, East L.A. I was working detectives back then. And a guy got, uh, the family's name was Machado. And I had dealt with Ray, the younger brother, but the older brother was kind of, he wasn't that bad. And so I'm working gangs at the time, gang detective. I come in Monday morning, and the night detective who was there for court saw me in the station. And he says, hey, Gil, you know, I, I, that case that's been assigned to you, it's uh, a guy that picked up on a couple of broads on Whittier Boulevard cruising. They were a couple of whores. He said, pick them up. They said <laughs> they, they, used a, they used this uh, fake gun, you know, and it's all bullshit. He already gave me a story. I wrote it up, and I sent him on down to CJ. They'll be kicking him out from, uh, he'll make an appearance in court, and then they'll kick him out. It's not going to be fileable. I said, all right. So I told my partner, hey, let's go down and talk to him. I want to talk to him. He says, don't waste your time. Why? They already talked. I said, I want to talk to him. So I went down there because I knew the family. I went down there and said, hey, brother, you know who I am. You know you know I know your brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I want to talk to you about what happened last night. And he says, all right. And I said, but before we do, I got to talk to you. You know, you know I got to admonish your constitutional rights. Yeah. I know they did it last night, but I want to sh- assure you that I'm on the up and up. Nothing's going to fucking happen to you that we're going to try and screw you. Yeah. He's all right. And I said, he says, okay. I read him his rights. He waved. And I said, now, before we get into the case, brother, I got to tell you, I've read the report, and 
I looked at it. I said to myself, only by the grace of God am I a cop. Because that one part where you got in the car and then you stuck the gun in her ribs and then you forced her to kiss you and make out with you with a gun in her ribs. He says, yeah. I said, that fucking turned me on so much because when I was a chavalo, I was a peepee tongue. And I'd go through a fucking window and I'd start fucking whacking off and just before I get my nut, I'd pound on the window so they could see me, so they could scream. He says, and that got me off. And then I'd get out of there. And that's what it reminded me when you were sticking that gun in her ribs. And the guy looks at me and says, yeah. That was it, brother, and it worked. <laughs> you got him. And I said, yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. And we did. We prosecuted him for kidnapping, for unlawful detention, and the gun was an inoperable starter pistol. Didn't even work. It was a starter pistol. But oh. the girls didn't know it. Right. And so just that that was getting his nut off, watching him. That's crazy. The fear in her eyes. So if you know this stuff, it, it just helps you get along. It helps you talk to people. That's kind of like in comedy. <laughs> it's kind of like we... The crowd work? We're sick fucks. The crowd work. And we I know what you. sick fucks want to hear. I see you guys up there working the crowd and the crowd work. Hey, what do you do? You know, what's your... You know, and, and the questions you ask, you, and you feed off of them. Yeah. And it, it's... We're all mentalists here. Yeah, that, there you go. It's, it's what it is. It's a, you're a mentalist. You, the, when I ask a question, I know what I want to hear back. But I word it to get what I want back. Sure. Exactly. You know, and that's going to set me up for my, and I got to make sure I word it just right enough to, to they answer in my cadence mm-hmm. so I can go off of their cadence. You know, it's simple formula. So and that I, if it's your narrative of how, of, of what you're going to say yeah. next. And then you add little, you add little, 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 panache. little things in there, little, no, little messages or here's an example. I do a princess joke, right? Sure. Everybody always says Whenever I ask what their favorite princess is, I always, they always say Cinderella. Always the first one. Reason is because I already paint the Disney princess and the Disney princesses. I always talk about, you know, the castle and it's Cinderella. Cinderella's castle. So the first thing you think about Disney princess is always going to be Cinderella. So whenever the girls know what to say, she'll say Cinderella. And that sets up the quickest response, but it also sets up my momentum for the next joke. And the next joke's going to start thinking. But it's mentalism. You, you put it into their mind, and you want to hear it. You know, you, you give it to them, and that's what you do, except we do it for people who are drunk. You do it for people who've committed horrible, horrible crimes. Yeah, I, I wish I had the webbles uh, to get up there in, in front of people. Yeah. I wish I had the webbles to be in a room with a murderer, because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> because I enjoy, right <laughs> I enjoy making people laugh. Everything I do, when I speak publicly... Uh, I was just in Vegas uh, last month, and I was up there for 45 minutes. And when I done, I got a standing O, and they said, you're just so funny, you're timing, you're this, you're that. And I let my wife watch the show because it was all tape. It was all professionally done. And the only thing she says, well, why do you have to talk about me like that? I said, dear, God damn it, get over it. You know, this is this is comedy. This is how we're paying for the trip. You know, shit, <laughs> get over it. You know, people don't, it, it's just what it is, you know. It's it's entertainment is what it is. Yes. And you're entertaining. You're 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 entertaining, which pisses me off because you don't fucking believe in ghosts, bro. <laughs> I just think it's crazy. He saw, he's seen, he's been in a room with the most evil motherfuckers. 
and it's and like you and I think you told me that you had a conversation with uh, with Richard Ramirez about the devil, and he's just like, for him, it's a real person. Sure, he he didn't want to tell us too much because Lucifer would kick his ass when he got down there. What the fuck, bro? Just imagine that shit, bro. See, he, he, he was afraid. He was afraid of fucking Lucifer. Fuck Lucifer. Come on, macho up. You're down here killing people. Fucking macho up. He's like, don't say that. Must thou not, shall not say that about master. Was that from uh, Hocus Pocus? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck I, I thought you were going with Sarah him. Jessica Parker. He, he, right. thought, he thought he was going to go with Schmeagel or whatever. Schmeagel. Renfield. Renfield from Dracula. Oh, Brad Dracula. Stoker's Dracula. You must not say him about master. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, bro, uh, some people, you know, I think, was it you that told him that, you know, the devil was always going to fail? Well, I told him the good guys always win. Yeah. You know, you know, good good always prevails over evil. Yeah. I mean, people tell me, like, aren't you afraid of the devil when you're doing all this shit? I'm like, well, according to the Bible and some of the things I've read, you know, the beast, yeah. the beast is destiny is always going to be to lose. So. Just, and and, and just, don't get me wrong, I'm a believer. You know, when, I, when I've been in heavy shit, uh, when I was in Vietnam, you know, the, things were getting ugly, man. I'm praying to God, get me out of this one. When I was drunk on my ass someplace where I shouldn't have been, I'm saying, oh, fuck it. Let me get home on this one, and I'll do the next one on my own. <laughs> you know, so uh, during times of trials and tribulations in marriage, you know, you're, you're hoping, oh, gee, God, let me get out of this one. You know, you, you just never know. And so I, I do believe, and that fucking devil just keeps pulling me the right? other side. Just when I thought it's, I was out. so much fun. It's so much fun. Do you believe? What do you think happens when we die? That's a great question. I think the people that, that we love will miss us. You know, it, the uh, the realities are, you guys are are still very young, and I think about that question because I'm much older than than all of you in here, and so and and this last week was terrible for me because I can do any I can, family funerals, my mom, my dad. So, Friends, I can do all. I can't do cop funerals. Mm-hmm. Oh right! And yeah. the two guys from Almani that That's just right. got killed—it was devastating. Too. It was crazy. You know, there's a guy. Um, um, two. One of the guys is an actor. He's yeah. actually on the Mayans. Hell, you know, one of them was the son. Yeah, that's a friend of mine. Oh, yeah, he's an actor. And, and, it, and it just killed me. So I, I can't, I can't go to this. I can't go down there. I can't do anything with him. And then I had to go to a funeral. Uh, when I told you, Thursday night, it works out good. I had to go to Rosary. Yeah. Well, it's a dad of a cop friend of mine. And this was the saddest, saddest. It, it was beautiful. It was like a production, the way they did it. Yeah. But it was so sad, so touching. So I've been in a fucking bummer. I've been looking forward to coming down and laughing. So I, I, can't, I can't do that shit because those bother me. And so now, because all that's coming on and the age that I am, now I'm thinking about, okay, what's really going to happen when I die? Because, you know, I, I remember when I was younger, a friend of mine who was given a class on leadership said, average age for man to live today is 80 years old. So my suggestion to you is put get a jar, put 80 marbles in it. And every birthday, you take a marble out. So... Put 80 marbles in a jar. You're 50 years old. Take 50 fucking marbles out, and now you've only got 30 left. And every year you take a marble out. So now, if I went by that theory, 
You're losing your marbles little by little. I'm losing my fucking marbles, and I'm sitting there saying, what's it really like once you get to that other side? And I'm hoping that my faith and my belief tells me that it's really good. I I, I just wish there were a little bit more cochino on the other side. I'm pretty sure they are, bro. (laughs) I'm pretty sure there's so cochino on the other side. Well, they say it's the like your paradise, right? So yeah, whenever you find it to be paradise. Like if your paradise is to fucking eat pan all day, well, then you'll be eating pan all day. Oh, yeah. Uh, my sourdough. Emphasis, my emphasis wasn't on that kind of pan. Yeah, well, that, you know. <laughs> oh. Sourdough. Oh, we're, not, we're not talking about real bread. <laughs> I was like with some garlic butter. Yeah. You know, great. No, you'll be, I mean, I think, I think in heaven we do fuck. I, I, I think it'll be paradise. Yeah, you'll be fucking. Maybe you come like this, like. I'm gonna come right now. Boom! If I, if I come faster than I do already, just be ashamed, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then when you come, it'll be that's punishment, bro. Whatever you want, that will come out of there. Fucking horchata, fucking skittles, what the fuck you a want? Bouquet bro. of flowers, bro. A bouquet of flowers for you your fucking saying? heavenly, you know. And like, who do you fucking heaven? Anybody you want, bro. Yeah, yeah, heavenly friends. Because remember, up there and shit. it's till death do you part. That's right. So when you're up there, you can fucking be throwing palo everywhere, bro. There you go. Fucking, yeah. Put a I fucking. Feel, you know, I didn't feel like that, but now I feel much better. You, you can put a fucking tattoo of fly on your dick up there, bro. And just <laughs> there be fucking. Go, bro. Tocayo la mosca muerta. Fucking. I, I, think, I think when you're up there, I think you can fuck whatever you want. You can, you know, you can be any size body you want. You can make your dick bigger. You know? I, I couldn't do that. I wouldn't be able to carry it, brother. Look at a shoulder. Are those wings? No. Hey, no, I, I burnt mine at night. There you go. Wow. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, man. Well, I hope you get a smaller dick than when you go to heaven, bro. Thank that way you. you can feel You've been, been tormented all these years. That way all of us yeah. can, you know, you can feel what it's like to be us. Fucking yeah. pobrecitos with small little vergas. Man, can, all those can of tuna guys over here. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can of tuna? That's what I said. That's uh, what he said on Saturday. Uh, that's what I said. Oh. That's what I, said. I said that on the, one of the other podcasts. See, this is what we do in the green room. Talk about how big our dicks are. You guys are not missing anything. It's just me, Gil, Fernando, and Hefty talking about our, how big our dicks are. In the green room. It's, it's like a, the child's lunchbox soda, bro. You know what I'm saying? A little fucking. <laughs> Snossages. <laughs> Short but chubby. Uh, you know, hey, you can just choke on a snossage, bro. It goes down the wrong tube. That's right. Oh, no, that's I true. see. I don't know. I think for you, you're more like a fucking Vienna. But like the Costco Vienna. I think it's just for me. It's more like I'm a big dude, so it's like if you ever see like a, like an apple in front of a tree, that you know what I'm saying that it's gonna look small. You know what I'm saying? It's still delicious though, bro. <laughs> That's you know not what, what Johnny Appleseed said, <laughs> right? It's true. I, I it no is true. Though. When you are a big guy, it looks smaller because you're more mass attached to it. Exactly. You know? I it, mean, the moon looks small in front of the Earth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> No, everybody's getting visuals of us right now, bro. <laughs> Fucking picturing our dicks and feeling I mean, like you want to go into orbit, hey, bro. Look, whatever makes you feel good about yourself or makes you feel better about yourself, okay, sure, why not? You're the penis expert. I mean, you like, work on penises all day. You know, that is, that well, is true. What's the average? Five and in, five inches. Yeah, the, no, the average. Yeah, five five to six inches is actually the average. Um, average. You ever see a small thing? You're like, fuck, poor guy. It's a yeah, micro penis. Absolutely. Yeah, micro penis exists, man. That's real. Hey, I, I I've seen a I've seen a man. <laughs> I see it every day. I've, I've <laughs> seen I've seen a man at the coroner's office that had a two headed dick. Oh, oh, I've never seen wow. that. One shaft, two heads. Wow. I could have made money off that motherfucker in the bar. <laughs> he had the Siamenus. I could put two flies in that motherfucker. <laughs> he had the Siapenus. It was the Siapenus twins. He had <laughs> two heads, one penis. One, one shaft, two heads. 
What are you nuts? Does it go out both sides? That's just all it's curiosity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Uh, probably. True. Probably. If, if, hey, P must be a bitch. No, no. Yeah, no kidding. P. <laughs> maybe it's like a train track where you choose what hole it could come out of. <laughs> <laughs> if it's run away, you just hit the button and it switches over. You know what? I, I I work with urologists. That's why they this is why they keep saying that. I ask I work, about this. Yeah, I I work with urologists all all fucking day. You know what I mean? They're, you know, penis doctors. And so uh I'm gonna ask that question. Yes, yeah, so I I swear to God they can check cor- the corners off. It was one shaft. Oh no, I totally believe heads. you. Yeah, I totally believe you. Like Absolutely. you like like you you know, like you kill the hose, you punch one, oh. it goes faster. Yeah, no, I mean sometimes people yeah, are born. when you pee, I don't know. It's no. called diphalia. Or double penis, a rare genetic condition. It happens. Genetic? So the dad was like that? Well, <laughs> or maybe it's just genetic as in, you know, not necessarily. And then, and then in the doctor's thing, it says, are two beds really, are two heads really better than one? <laughs> the headline? <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, shit. That's a fucking interesting thing, bro. Imagine pulling that out on a girl. Which way you want to go, girl? <laughs> Which way? Yo, does it slide to the left or the right? Yeah, I, I think you would have to <laughs> try to. I think you would have to try to explain that to a girl first, or, it'd, it'd or, or like would you just let her just like surprise? How uh, would you do it? Uh, like they call me. Uh, like, uh, they call me the anchor. There's a show on both sides. There's a show called The uh, Little Dicky on uh, on FA. Well, it's called Dave, and it's about a Jewish rapper. And and I guess in real life, one of his issues is he has a dick, and he has two holes on his head. Okay, I've seen that. So it's when he pees, he has to kind of push one down. I've seen one guy. Uh, it's a good show. Penis <laughs> looked normal, but the the UO the urethra opening was at the bottom of the head of the penis. So like he's more like a, like he could do like a shower, like a shower yeah, head, basically. So <laughs> so this dude, yeah. In order for him to actually <laughs> piss in the toilet, he would have to point his penis up, yeah, yeah so that yeah. it would shoot straight instead of yeah. straight down to his feet. I mean, that's when you just gotta pee sitting down. Fuck, so you make it like a fucking I mean, sprinkler. You pitch yeah, it off. Oh, you're, you're like your own bidet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, you you, you, you're your own bidet, bro. Bidet. Your, own, your own bidet. You oh man, <laughs> that's that's crazy. You By the way. Bidets are the shit. Then we oh, talk about getting we, bidets, all of us in this. Bidets yeah, are uh, they're bidets. dreamy. They're dreamy. You know what I'm I, I just, I, it feels weird having fucking water go up your cooler. You get it has used to, be to warm. it. You it got, you know who has one? Has George Lopez has one in his house downstairs. I said in a hotel that had one, bro. You know what? And I was like, I what's have, this I have one. You have one too? I have one. I went to George's house I and I'm it. like, bro, hey. I pushed the wrong button and vamonos. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't it. turn it up. I know what button to push. You still got to wipe it, afterwards. It, 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 beats a, it beats the shit out of having the wife with the manguette out I mean, front. It beats, <laughs> I mean, it beats the shit literally right off your cheeks. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know, man. I just Maybe I'm not ready for that. You're not ready for that kind of commitment. Ready for that commitment. Just sitting on there having water. Go, cool. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> fucking, you fuck me right. <laughs> fucking hefty on George. There you go, bro. Fucking take out all the tacos de caca. I don't know. That would be the thing. You're fucking taking a shit. You push the button. Tacos de caca. Tacos de caca. I mean, but can it, can it knock out? Well, sometimes, you know, like when, when you have the hard one and it just... It's just stays stuck in there like the, a plug. The, the dingleberry? The, 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 yeah, exactly, bro. Is that what you call those dingleberry? Dingleberries are the small ones. Those are the, those are the leftover toilet pieces, toilet paper pieces. Shit. You want to hear a shit story that I don't like talking about? Look, man, if, you, if you're going to Might go, as well. No, just go you're, ahead. You're, 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 now, now that you don't like talking <laughs> about Listen, it, you already there. Yeah. I apologize for everybody in this episode, but we, we went there, and you know we don't give a fuck. So I'm at this party, and this, this girl invited me to this party at her apartment, and I... 
drink a lot of water that day. I got to take a piss. I get in line. It's a small apartment. And behind me is this girl in line that is just hot girl that I've always wanted to talk to. Just hot chick that I wanted to really like get to know. So I'm talking to her while we're in line. And I go, you know, why don't you go first? She goes, no, no, no. You just have to pee, right? Yes, you got to pee. Just go ahead and go. So I go in the restroom. And I'm like, when I come out, we'll talk more. I'm in there. And I open the toilet seat. And I see a little pebble of shit. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, on the toilet seat? On the, on the seat. And then I'm, I'm a pee, right? So I pee. And I guess the when I peed, I push it into the bowl inside. <laughs> so I'm like, cool, I'll flush. I flush the toilet. And that little motherfucker won't flush, bro. <laughs> so now I'm flushing like four times. And that pebble <laughs> will go down and it will go back up. So now I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? She's going to come in. She's going to see me. that I left a little pebble of shit. What do I do? So I grab a piece of toilet paper and I placed it over it. So I'm thinking when it flushes, it'll take it with it. Yeah. No, the paper goes upside down. It skips a little ball. The ball comes back up. Bloop. And I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? Meanwhile, there, huh? she's hearing me fucking flush the toilet like crazy. So, bro, I had to do the unthinkable. I wrapped my handful of toilet paper and I went in there to grab it. Well, I couldn't grab it right. I kept on pushing it down. So when I finally grabbed it, I pushed it down and it smeared in the bottom of the bowl. So now there's a fucking Nike sign of shit on the bottom of the fucking bowl. And I'm like, fuck. So I took off the paper off my hand. I roll my hand up with more toilet paper because I'm not going to clean the fucking shit. So I'm wiping the bottom of the bowl in the water, bro. Wiping the shit. Take off the toilet paper. Flush the toilet. Fucking toilet overflows, bro. Oh. <laughs> I can't even talk to you bro, anymore, bro. I don't, and that's how I got hepatitis. No. Uh, um, <laughs> so I'm fucking like, what am I going to do, bro? It's already fucking overflowed. How the fuck? How do I get out of the situation? Well... I just was like, you know what? I'm fucked. There's no way to get out of this. And I swear to you, I opened the door. I got out. I looked at her and I said, oh, I only came in to wash my hands. <laughs> and, I, and I went home. I went home, bro. I have, a, I have a similar story, but it doesn't involve shit. Uh. I, w- I was in Vegas, right? And we went to my friend's house for a barbecue. And uh, there was this girl there. And we actually hit it off. And we we're talking. And everyone was like, oh, bro. Everyone's been trying to talk to her. She's actually, like, talking to you. So I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> right? So I was like, oh, you know, so I had been drinking. So I was like, I'm going to excuse myself and go to the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom. And, uh, you know, I did the hand on the wall where, you, like, you're holding it. And then you're oh, peeing, course. right? So as I'm peeing, I'm like, oh. Then I just fucking, like, <laughs> like, like the loudest <laughs> fart, right? <laughs> I finished peeing. And I flushed it. You know, I flushed it. with the pee go. I walk. I didn't realize she had followed me to the fucking bathroom. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she was standing outside oh, the door. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she didn't talk to me after that. That's a bad song. Why, I like that. Like yeah. that song? Why wouldn't she talk to you? But it was, more, was it like a... It was, it was like it was, it was like the gurgling one. Like oh, you, you sharded, brother. You know what? I, I had to check just in case. You know, a little yeah. you know, a little wipe around. I was like, I'm clean. Bro, you do that though? You just let it rip in the restrooms? Well, pee? Like, like, like poop? Not like poop, fart. Like fart? Yeah. I can't, bro. I can't do you that. You have to, bro. I can never do I got to be home. I got to be in a walk in a forest. I'm very private. I'm very private. Where, where I go, where I go, me take too. A shit. I'm. I can't. But oh, no. when you're a cop, 
you know, the station, that's, you're there for a long time. Sometimes you got to go. I'd make it all the way back to the station. I'll never forget. One time I'm sitting there back in the locker room and I got to sit down thinking, and I start blasting a heavy fart. And somebody else came into the restroom, a guy named Jim Betrebeck, good old friend of mine. And he says, oh, Gil, sounds better since you've had it fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I can't take a shit in a public oh, place. Like, you've been shit. with me. And I, I got to go home. Like, why are we going to go home? I can't shit here. My I, wife I, knows I can't, that. I can't huh? do number yeah. two in, a, in, a, in, a, in public. Oh, I have no me. problem farting. I can't number two. I number two. I, I, two. I, I, say yeah. shit. I can't take a masa. I can't ever hurt anywhere, but I can R. Kelly everywhere, bro. You can't really take a shit anywhere? Poop, I can't. I, I can't. I have to be comfortable. I really got to go. If I really got to go, I'm like, fuck, I don't know you guys. I got to make sure fuck. it's clean, though. You know what I'm saying? Bro, when you got to take a shit. I, I shit out my car window before yeah, I shit bro. on somebody else's toilet. You shit at the Santa Fe Spring Swami, bro. That place is dirty, dog. I've never. Sh- Actually, I have. But everybody was gone. And the toilets there were so. Fu- See, for fat guys. When the toilets are so slow, bro. Oh, it kills your knees, bro. <laughs> bro, my leap. Oh. I've had my fucking leg fall asleep many a times. <laughs> I've shot in a public I, place. I've shot with my legs straight out. When ah, I was in circulation going, you know bro, what I mean? When I was in Japan, bro. When I was in a week in Japan. Oh, they squat. Oh, my God, bro. I couldn't, like, it, taking a shit in Japan is like yoga. And then the spectrums, <laughs> they're so small that every time I took a shit, my elbow was in the sink. <laughs> like, you have to put, like, you're in there. It's so small. That's it's like when we went. It's Peru's oh, like that? Because people man. are small. Dude, the toilets are like, this high. Like five, oh, no. Fuck that. I'd have to aim over it, brother. I can't do that. I See, can't. If I get down, then I can't get up. That's why when we were at that birthday party, when we were at that birthday party, and then and I was like, oh, I need to use the bathroom. They're like, oh, there's porta potties. I'm like, there's no oh, way I'm getting a porta potty. What birthday party? No. The porta potty, the porta potty, the birthday party went to a couple weeks ago in Hollywood. And then Angela Johnson's party. Yeah, and then they had the porta potties back in the back. I was like, I can't. Right, I'd have to shit in the sink. I had you a know shit. What I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I get to the toilet, bro. I had a I had a. I'm over to Japan, right? They give you your first meal, and it was uh, it was all fish, but I didn't know what the fuck it was. Fish, you just but said but it. I don't know like what the other shit was, and you know I'm like I eat a lot of random shit. I thought I could handle that, could it? So. I had to use the restroom. I never taken a shit in an airplane. Like nope. I never thought. I'm like, and it's it's an eleven hour. Did you flight. have to use the handicap bathroom? There is none. There I, is none. There is none there on the plane. On the there plane, is no. It. So it's like eleven. I'm holding it's it. It's eleven hours, bro. I gotta take a shit, man. And I'm, I'm like, fuck. I don't know how I'm gonna do this, but I'm gonna make this happen. So I go in there and, fuck, man. I just said to myself, like, this is. You know, you can't, if you're in a public place, you're like, they're never going to see me again. But they're in a play with me for 11 hours. <laughs> so they're going to know it was me. Oh, yeah. And you can't be like in a, a restroom where you go to a stall and you keep flushing so people won't hear you. In the airplane, when you flush, your fucking culo is being sucked into the fucking, <laughs> to the sea, bro. You're rosebudding out, bro. So you can't be fucking flushing as you go. Not that there's a shit. It goes into a tank, right? It doesn't actually fly out of the plane. I don't know. No, it goes into a tank. Yeah, I was going to say. But it, it sucks fucking It does. Really, it's bad suction, bro. Really bad. So I'm, like, I'm not going to. And you can't, you can't push it unless it's closed, the lid. It's like shit in an RV. So you can't shit and flush at the same time on the plane. So 
I did it, bro. It was, you know, it was a, it was a great achievement for my myself. I felt really good about it. Then when I got to, Japan, <laughs> you know, then when I got to Japan, it was it was all over again. I, I mean, I was traumatized by not being able to go to the bathroom. And you know what? I think it's because I I am very, I'm not. I don't fart in front of women. I'm not that guy. No. Neither I. I don't. I don't fart. In front I can't. Of women. I can't. No. I can't. Or, or people like fuck. I know some people that just they're cool. They'll do it. They'll rip it. I'm not. I've been married 51 years. Never have I intentionally farted or, you know, sometimes those are accidentals. You can't. Well, you're sleepy. Yeah. You don't know about. Yeah. And nor has the wife. You know that. Yeah. We don't, we don't play that uh, that game. <laughs> I don't even know where we where we went with this conversation. Where did this go? Yeah, what, where, where did the paranormal come <laughs> into this shit? Okay, so fucking so so paraculo activity let, tonight. Let me let me tie in the paranormal. There we go. You know, usually it's shit. always you know one of you guys. You're always the one that reels it back. Have you ever? Do you know what a ghost shit is? Oh yeah. Is yeah. that when you push when you and push. you push and you think you're a big old mojon, but nothing's, <laughs> nothing's there. There's nothing in the toilet. Yeah, so it's like a it's like a three-point shot from Steph Curry. You take a shit and it goes into the hole and down the pipe. So when you get up, there's nothing in the toilet even though you took a shit. <laughs> That's a ghost shit. It no, has a name. It has no a name. Shit. There's no shit between the cheeks. You hear a bloop. Stuff. You don't hear a plop. I mean, you hear plop. Because yeah. it goes, so you know you took a shit. What you strained, you took a shit. It's in the toilet. It sounds loud because that's your culo's Right, echo. and it's like, boosh. You, you may even get splashed back on your oh, ass yeah. cheeks, on your balls. That's called Poseidon's kiss. There you go. You live, <laughs> all right? But then the shit Poseidon's goes in the hole. Kiss. That's Poseidon's yeah. kiss, bro. Right. The shit goes in the hole and goes down the pipe. And it. And there's nothing in the toilet. You think we shit when we die, when we're like in heaven? When you, when you oh, die, I, you I release know, a your lot of, a lot of people, a lot of people shit do themselves. shit when they when they, they do when they die, right? Yeah. yeah well, oh, because yeah. their their muscles all relax, they're no longer just, not everybody, <sighs> but some people do shit. Imagine, quite bro. Com- quite common. Fuck! Imagine being shot at a buffet, bro. Fucking all the bodies, fucking big old mojones everywhere. <laughs> That's fucking horrible. You know, everything just shuts down. So if you were ready to shit, you know, it's gonna come out. Because the muscles just relax. That's yeah, all they do. Yeah. They stop. They don't spread anymore. They don't close anymore. They're just there. So whatever position you're in. It's so a similar go. similar story in the operating room. Okay, very similar story. When before we do um, any surgery, when the person's on under general anesthesia, they give them a paralytic drug so that they're paralyzed, right? But sometimes they they're very very relaxed. And the patient will shit on the operating room table, on the bed. And it's not written anywhere. But any hospital you go to, it's called a code brown. Mm-hmm. So, mm. like, you know, like a code blue is when they stop breathing, right? So that's when, like, code blue, fucking emergency. Wow. Code reds are fire. Code yellows are, you know, disaster, that sort of thing. Code brown means the patient shit on the table. It's like when they give him birth. When yeah, it's, it's, birth. I yeah, think exactly. if I were a doctor and somebody shit on the table, I'd say, fuck you, die. I couldn't mess with somebody. <laughs> no. and, uh, and the lucky thing about it, though, Gil, is that the doctors don't have to deal with that unless unless they're <laughs> GI doctors. That's the nurses. The, that's the nurse's job to clean that shit up. I've seen doctors come in and they're like, code brown, code brown, doc. And he's like, OK. And he'll turn around and Not just my lock problem. the fuck back out. Exactly. Not yeah. my problem. Call me when you're done cleaning this shit up. Fuck Literally. Man. Damn. You know, and then he'll come back, you know. Now, okay, sometimes we do do surgeries that, you know, colorectal shit, and sometimes you have to go through the through the rectum. And sometimes there's fucking logs of shit in there, too, and that's when the doctor has to deal with the shit, literally. 
Tired of dealing with this shit. I can do do anything they want to. I'm not afraid of doctors. I'm not afraid of surgeries. But I don't, you know, I remember the doctor gave me a physical exam for pre-surgery, and he wanted me to give him a stool sample. Oh, right. And and I said, Doc, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. You know, he gave me the, he said, I'm going to send you home with the kid. You don't have to do it today. Yeah. Little fucking tongue depressor wrapped yeah. up and shit. It's like a tasting spoon from yeah, 31 and, Flavors. And, and I said, Doc, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, you don't have to give it to me. I said, because I can do anything. I've been shot at. I've been stabbed. I've but I'm not going to fucking that, scoop. But I cannot mess with my own doo-doo. <laughs> I am not a doo-doo tester. And he said, I would do it myself in here. He says, but you're so clean, I'd get blood before I'd get any fecal matter. Dang. You know, so th- I, he says, we'll try something else. He has such a clean culo, Gil. Thank you for it. sharing that. Yeah, yeah, like, you can eat off of it. I put breath mints up there. Look at that. Fuck. Wow. Tic Tacs. Fucking spearmint. Culo has a fucking Airbnb rating. Spearmint farts. What if you ran into a girl that wanted to give the old Cleveland steamer? What was that? That's when they poop on your chest. You, you know what? What if it's oh, loose? Hell no. Just runs down. You're, you're you're some, oh, hell no. You ever had some. Hell no. You ever had a. Why you got to go there, I'm man? Gonna, I'm going to go. It's, we're we're going to go to the next level. You ever had someone lick your ass, Gil? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We've all answered this question. Uh, I have not. I, 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 I think by accident, somebody did. But I wasn't sure what was going on. And then I. <laughs> the eye of confusion. It was an accident. It was like, did she just do that? Fernando's all quiet. Fernando, Fernando's had people with tongue fuck his ass. No. No? No, no. Am no. I the only one in this You're room? You're the only one. I will say this, though. I got to tell you this. Did you you think it's coincidence that, because, you know, recently, within the, not, I would say the past two years or so, yeah. this whole thing about eating ass, especially, I know, it's especially on social media, has up. really yeah, blown up. Do you think it's a coincidence that COVID, and eating ass got famous at the same time because now people <laughs> lose their sense of smell and oh, lose yeah. their sense of taste. And all of a sudden, they're eating ass. Well, that's because they can't taste it or smell it. A lot of pink eye, too. You know, uh, Yeah, a lot of fucking pink eye, bro. Because people are rubbing their eye, even though Fauci said, don't fucking rub your eye after uh, eating ass. Fauci, Fauci who caught COVID. Yeah, yeah. Fauci yeah. got COVID. Eating ass. I'm just saying. It's I'm like, just saying. It's like getting the jelly out of a donut, bro. You ever done that? That's how, that's how I would picture it. You know? you know, I think eating ass, it's God hard. Damn it. You you ever have that tamarindo? Uh, the pulpo? The, the ones that you push up and the, the pelones? Yes, oh, of yeah. course, yeah. And then when you open it up and you had to eat the, what the, what's the tamarindo that's left in there, the I think that's what eating ass is like. Scrape it out. Trying to get in there, trying to, try to get all the fucking tamarindo out of there. How about you, Antonio? Give, give him the mic. Yeah. Yeah. See. Like, oh, you ever eating fucking any? You ever had your box licked? You, you, you ever eating any culo? <laughs> have you ever had any culo? Give him the mic. Toss it towards him. America wants to know. Uh, no. You never <laughs> eat in culo, bro? That was quick. He's like, uh, Really? No. You seem like a guy that would eat ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're an artist. No uh, disrespect. That's true. You're, you're, you're an artist. I mean, y'all would think you would, you would eat, you know, had some culo in your mouth. No? Um, yeah, maybe. Come on, bro. Okay, I mean, me. look. Uh, okay, look. I think. Uh, Fernando, have you eaten ass? Uh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> See, he's eating so fucking. Look, okay, at that, look at that. Look at that chin. Because uh, no, no, but like sometimes, sometimes you might eat ass accidentally. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because because of, of the close proximity to. I uh, don't think anybody's other... ever eaten ass accidentally. <laughs> 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 Sorry, oh, brother. It's insane. Hey, get, get get AJ over here. I don't think anybody <laughs> fucking eats ass accidentally. Oh, shit, have you have you uh, have you ever had? 
your ass eating? Uh, no. I I had a girl try to stick her finger up there once, and I stopped it right away because it's pretty t- painful. Damn! Well, well, how much did you go in? I was gonna say so. It was painful. <laughs> she she did it then. She did it. No, yeah. she tried. Oh. Even even that in that try was kind of painful. I'm like, oh whoa whoa whoa. Oh I. Hey, <laughs> the doctor tried it with me. I invited him out to dinner later on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow, that's, that's crazy. so okay. Well, that's you know, I, I, you know. By the way, Antonio Pelayo, an amazing artist and amazing mind, and this is the only question I ask him on the podcast. You know, I thought I thought I was gonna get some like deep, important, important questions. <laughs> Eating ass requires but, you know because look, true. we ask the questions nobody wants to ask or <laughs> answer. See, right. I just don't don't want to answer the question because the people that are gonna listen to your show. Yeah, right, to this podcast, something may get back to my wife. Oh, they'll start emailing you pictures, pictures, oh, yeah. uh, pictures of ass. No, no, no. This is going to be great. You know, Gil. Before you came in, I actually showed you. I, I, I was looking you up, Gil. I was, I was like, I wanted to do some research. I wanted to ask some deep questions. I wanted to ask you some deep questions regarding your life as a detective. So I'm looking up, you know, on on Google, you know. And uh, one of the questions is, you know, where is Gil Carrillo now, right? And I'm like sitting next to him in Norwalk, you know what I mean? But so I'm doing this research. So what's going to happen, Gil, if someone and if you answer that question and someone listens to this podcast, they're going to add that shit. Oh, they're yeah. Like, we're like, where's Gil Carrillo now? <laughs> he <laughs> admitting he's, that he's eating ass. Eating That's ass. Eating he, ass. he went from Richard Ramirez. <laughs> yeah, he's right there at Taco Village. 700, 700 to 800 but there's such murder, a, homicide <laughs> yeah. investigations to eating ass. Yeah. That's where he went. Come hear him speak in Las Vegas, <laughs> Crime Con. <laughs> exactly. Crime Con. Crime Con, where your ass gets eaten. <laughs> Take a bite out of culo. <laughs> Take a, okay, but <laughs> come here about, and talk shit. Yeah, come here and talk shit. Have you ever have you ever dealt guilt talking about eating culo? Have you actually <laughs> dealt with any actual cannibalism in murder? No. Really? Wow, that's no. crazy. No. no. Is, it, is there a lot of that out that's there? That's easy. That's easy. That that's an easy no. Uh, I can't say that there's, you know, there are people out there. Uh, Dahmer, I believe, was eating yeah. Uh, yeah. eating people. There are people out there that do it. I've never encountered it. And the reality is, as a homicide investigator, somebody like. George Lopez, who's a fan I heard of him. true, true, uh, true crime. Oh yeah, we. I mean, so, this, if anybody's a fan of true crime, it's George Lopez. Yeah, and he knows so yeah. much. He knows much more about it than Dude, I do. It's random because we, we we went to we went to a tournament up up in San, down San Diego, and the whole way there he hears like books on tape about the cases. Yeah, and and see, to myself as a longtime homicide investigator, yeah. did. For years, I don't give a shit about anybody else's case. I only care about the ones that I had to work and the ones that pertain to me. It's worth to you. Because everybody else's case is no different than mine. A murder is a murder. Yeah. And so I don't even, half the guys in my bureau didn't even know anything about the night soccer I was working in. Wow. Because it's just another murder. Just high profile in this case. Wow. But all of them are all the same. They're, they're just murdered. You work them, you solve them. So these other cases... I, I don't know about, I don't read about them, I don't study them, because I wasn't going to make that my forte. What about UFOs? Like, UFOs? UFOs? <laughs> no, fuck, <laughs> OVNIs? 
No, yeah, yeah. No one's ever said, "Hey, you know." No, you, do you believe in UFOs? If you, well, you know, the realities are: if you, most Latinos don't look, don't fucking look up. They don't care. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a very simple. Cops don't look up. You go in a house. Cops don't normally look up to see what's up there. They look right here. Yeah. I don't look up. I don't understand. Latinos, Latin America, Mexico, they believe and they accept UFOs more than the U.S. does. So most Mexicans, most Latinos believe in UFOs. Chicanos, you know, you know, they don't. I, I just, I just never have. Now they're coming out. Uh, recently, yeah. Where now they're going to expose, you know, maybe some UFOs. They give me some scientific evidence, and maybe I'll believe it. Well, but I, I just haven't. Yeah, I, I've got a very dear friend of mine who retired as a lieutenant from this department. We've known each other for years, and and she's still one of my best friends today. She still believes that. Nobody ever landed on the moon. I was going to ask you A lot that. of people don't believe that. But, that because, yeah. but that's more political because it's, it was more of the, the Cold War race. Yeah. It was a thing we had with Russia, who's going to be there first. I mean, that's a different story. But recently, you know, the Pentagon has come out with... So somebody leaked some footage of, sure. of, a, of, of something that was caught up the coast of L.A. over yeah. here by, um, you know, if you triangulate it, it's basically... Catalina Island, Hunton Beach, and Long Beach. That little tri- that little triangle. Yeah. They were doing some flybys and they saw some things on radar. It was these little Tic Tac things. Tic Tacs the size of airplanes. They were following them and they were doing maneuvers that were very unexplained. Mm-hmm. So they have footage of these pilots chasing them down, and then they would all just drop down into the water and be invisible. No one would see them. So, you know, the Pentagon has that video. This happened in 2004. The people who reported this that were on the ship that have it on radar said the next day these people were in different colored camis, came onto the ship, took away all the hard drives and said this never happened. They lost their jobs. They quit. They lost their wives. No one believed them. For, was it 15 years later, um, the Pentagon, somebody leaked the video and it comes out and then the Pentagon had to make remarks on it and they said yes we don't know what the fuck this is but we're investigating it then that opened up other cases and now recently the house the the um central was it the intelligence committee they had a, a little uh the powwow. That little powwow to see that now they're going to open this up but here's the thing they changed it now now they're not called ufos what are they called now like UAPs. uaps yeah you know um because they don't want to Unidentified aerial phenomena. They don't. Oh, okay. They, they want to just not get you used to hearing the word UFO. Oh no, those are not UFOs. UAPs. Oh, UAPs. So now people coming into the conversation are taking with the stigma of the UFO Martian shit. Yeah. But and see, who do you believe? That that that's there belies the question. Yeah, because it could be. I mean, it could be. Is it something? Is it nothing? You know, who who knows? Yeah. Because I can remember. You know, the government, our government fucking lies like a good thing. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. And I can remember when I was in Vietnam and we're flying across the border and we're going into Cambodia and Laos and the United States is, they're lying, they're saying, we don't do that because we weren't supposed to be doing that. Yeah. And they're showing pieces of a tail rotor. The number's off of my helicopter. And they're saying, hey, we shouldn't do this. You know, we shouldn't be doing this. Showing helicopter, you know, numbers off, off tail rows of helicopters. And the United States says, we don't know. You know, they're in the jungle. We don't know where they're 
posing those pictures at. Yeah. And so the government only tells you what they want you to know. It wasn't until years later that the missions we were flying at that time were declassified, and then they said, okay, yeah, we were. You know, there you go. We went. I mean, look at uh, the look There's what a great movie, old movie, called Ice Station Zebra, and where they're up in Alaska and the Russians are right there. They have a shootout with the Americans, and, you know, it's all over a little fucking disc that somebody wanted. The Americans blew it up in the air so the Russians didn't have it. And then the news report said, Russians and the Americans unite to save Ice Station Zebra. But the reality was they were fighting. That was a movie. That ain't shit. But I do know that you only know what they want you to hear. And there, there is so many. I mean, cover-ups are just amazing. Like, if you go into the whole Roswell, all those, all those you know, confessions, all those videos, let's take Roswell one day. There's an explosion in someone's backyard. Someone sees a, a crash. A cop goes to the scene, picks up a bunch of things from the crash site, then goes to his son and says, wake up. What's up? I want you to watch, see what I found. Look at these things. Why? Because they're going to come pick them up right now when they find out I took them. And then he went to go take them to the end. You know, they come by. They, they rearrange stuff. They take away the bodies. Everybody in the newspaper said what happened. It was a... It was a flying saucer that crash it came out on the news and then the next day it was taken away no it was a balloon yeah i mean it, there is a lot of cover-ups now could it, it have been a american you know science you know uh, a prototype for something that's secretive maybe what do you believe i mean how many times i remember as a kid we'd go to vegas and we see ufos that look like ufos and then later we found out that that ufo we saw was the, the still bomber that was being you know they have something flying yeah. out of Vegas. Yeah, it was tested. Oh, there, there's, there's, there, there's something flying out of Vegas. They pick up the the employees. They fly them to a secret place. They go there. They work, and then they fly them back in to Vegas. Where are they taking them to? What's going on over there? Yeah, yeah. Who so, knows? Um, you know, I just I just gotta, if I may interject. Sure. Interject, uh, please. In my in my other podcast. Uh, love death and tacos. I got there we go. Another I got a promo. Another I got a shameless plug. There. I got a th- <laughs> shameless plug for my other podcast. Love death and tacos. We actually one time did talk about government conspiracies and all that shit. And I found some a real photo of the Roswell crash. Yeah. All right. And I I, I have it here. I want to show it to you guys. Gil's right next to me, so I can show it real quick. Tell me, Gil, what do you think that looks like right there? All right. That, in my opinion. That's a fuselage to a jet. Yeah, it looks like uh, right? a stealth bomber. Correct. And here is the other one. That That's what the SR-71 looked like. Now, granted, yeah. this was in 1947. But who's to say that the U.S. government wasn't experimenting well, with jets? They say that yes. the U.S. government is about 70%. I mean, 70 years ahead of what they show the public. Of course. So, yeah. So, look, this is a picture of what I think of a jet. That is sure. a jet of a, uh, yeah. a fuselage of a jet. Yeah. So they had, a, so the I would say that the crash of Roswell. Now wait a minute, that's great. Uh-huh. But what's the other thing they say about Roswell? After Roswell, right after Roswell, nineteen oh, yeah. uh, sixty no fifty fifty two, right after that that same year, there was uh, over sixty new patents that the government. Oh bought. yeah, that's yeah, it right. Like, it was like a boom of uh, inventions. Yeah. Yeah, right after right. Roswell, all these patents came out. 
fiber optics, duct tape, Velcro. You're not dealing with average Mexicans in this room right now. I tell yeah. you, you guys are much more knowledgeable than I am. <laughs> Shit. I mean, how many patents came I'm out? I'm still waiting no. for a patent on a taco, right? brother. <laughs> <laughs> but look, fiber optics never existed, and then they say they got it from the spacecraft. There was a certain material that came, these foils that came, these aluminums that came. Um, simple radar. I mean, things that Microwave. they reverse engineered, reverse engineering from the ships. I mean, think about it. If we get a ship from up there, we're going to fuck with it to see what makes it tick. Right. And, I mean, even Velcro came out after that. Velcro was a patent that came out from the government. Now, who created all these patents? Most, of, the paranormal did. They did. I mean, come on. I don't, I don't know where this, these, they didn't have all. We'll right. bring it all back to circle, full circle. Oh, bro, I'm telling you. So, now, let's say we go out there right now and say, hey, you know what? There's UFOs. Little by little, they're starting to release some information. So recently there was a documentary made about what happened in Catalina. Scientists, they hired all these motherfuckers. They had, I mean, the top scientists in the world went to Catalina for this thing. What did they find? They found that the same little tic-tac things that they were flying around, they have footage of them now. They see them. They're always going in and out of Catalina. This is what they see. A cloud opened up and they start falling out. They're footage of them. This is all fucking hilarious if it's not true but it's gonna be fucking crazy what if tomorrow government says hey we've been lying to you guys these motherfuckers are real what's gonna happen people will start fucking killing themselves people are gonna start rioting the streets people are gonna start fucking committing suicide and that's why we don't tell that's why the government doesn't say shit what right? are the, what are Gil, the Gil ain't gonna do shit. What are you gonna do, Gil? They say tomorrow's aliens. Hey, fuck them all. <laughs> <laughs> It'd fuck be like, them all. Could it be worse them. than what I've lived through already? No, fuck them. No, let them, let I mean them they come do on. like probing, bro. They do like probing. Yeah, they like probing. Probing, not probing. Rect- rectal <laughs> probing. Rectal probing. They Imagine they come out of nowhere, bro. Start fucking everybody in the culo. I wonder if they have bathrooms on UFOs. They got to, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, UFOs don't need, bro. I you mean, know what? I'll, I'll tell you what. UFOs are not. Even badass kidnappers, they don't fuck with fat guys, so don't worry about it. Yeah, we're good, man. Hey, we're good. Is it's too much fucking? The Richard Ramirez kill any fat people? Unbalanced? No. He didn't. No. He what didn't. a fucking sizest. Yeah. He's what a sizest. What sizes. a body shamer. I know, right? <laughs> the original body shamer. Body shamer. You know who did fuck with fat people? Fucking Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, you know, that's <laughs> a fucking. Well, it's a big he, fucking meal more, right there. Because he was eating. He was eating That's the people. Was. You would have been like, hey, you're like a prize tuna on me. I'm a me? Fuck, I'm a Wagyu steak, bro. You know what I'm saying? Wagyu steak. Wagyu steak. I'll make you good. a nice fucking. Taco de caca. Taco de caca. Taco de caca. Thank you for uh, being here today with us. Uh, Antonio Pelayo, thank you for being here. With your hands crossed, judging us. Judging us. Um, <laughs> Just because you licked ass. Because you licked ass. <laughs> Um, we're gonna be doing some fun stuff with uh, Antonio, with some events. We got the biker, the biker festival coming out on uh, July twenty twenty third, and that's gonna be at La Plaza La Raza. I'm gonna be hosting it, so come down. We're gonna have a great time there. Um, and then we got August twenty. August twenty. La Buya. La Buya with Don Hefty and uh, Melissa Santos. That's also Melissa Santos. Really Plaza good La Raza as well. It's, we're gonna have a good time. Come with. Come out. To, listen, if you haven't been to. A Pelayo event, you don't know shit, man. Oh, if you missed the last one, this you guy is. I'm talking to. I mean, this guy's recognized by the fucking state for his events. I mean, th- these events are really fucking badass to go to. 
um, a lot of vendors he brings together the community and the art the 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 the, the artists you bring together so many artists and uh, we're happy to uh, be there have a good time with you and we're gonna have a good we're gonna have a good time when we do that's not well, who's who's it that's not dinamita bro yeah. for for the biker festival oh nice I'm gonna be no, they they cuckoo. no on the on the twenty third of like July. It's my event. It's gonna be Los, La Sonora Dinamita. Twenty third of July. Sí. Yeah. Oye, Sorullo. A todos los quiero igual. Todos son angelitos. What's your favorite music? Why am I dancing? What's your type of music? What's your jam? What's your song? What's your what's the music you'd like to listen to? I I like to listen to music from the sixties. <laughs> I, I can I'm see that old. you're like that psychedelic rock. No, you know what I'm saying? Temptations. Big oh, wheels I'm, in, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the Motown. You're in the Motown. You know, Motown matter of fact, this awesome. Sunday I'll be over at Stephen's Steakhouse, oh, the man. place that uh, George makes more fun of than anybody. Oh, Brent everybody, Wood. man. Everybody. Brenton Wood will be down there live and party for party. I opened up one time for Brenton Wood, bro. I opened up for him one time. Take a chance on me. I'm surprised. He's going to be there this week. He's going to be there Sunday at Sunday. One o'clock. I opened up for. Brenton Wood. Did One o'clock in the afternoon. He'll did, be at Steve's yeah. Steakhouse. Did you see that video? You know? Did you see <laughs> that video signing? of uh, Frankie Valley trying to sing? Oh, man. Oh, oh, me so and you. <laughs> Brenton Wood. I I saw him a couple of years ago, and I'm saying, motherfucker, is he going to even finish the concert? Let because me tell you. He's old. They they take care of him, though. They just he got him up. propped up up there. Dude, so, uh, I did a show with Brenton Wood at Dia de los Puercos, that restaurant. Oh, that was yeah. So I guess I guess Brenton Wood thought it was going to be a bigger spot. Yeah. So we show up to the event, and he comes in. Nice dude. Yo, man, where's the green room at? I'm like, there's no green room here, bro. There's a bathroom in the back. <laughs> and, he, and, and he sees, yeah, where's the audience? There's, seven, there's like about 35 people we're performing for. Me and I'm, all, I'm like, but they all paid like maybe like 150 bucks each. And it's like it comes with a dinner. So me and Brenton Wood performing at a fucking restaurant for thirty-five people, and I think he was a little mad because he had all these costume changes. <laughs> but yeah. all he did was put one white uh, one. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a good concert. He's fucking still. He'll even talk like, you know, we've been together a long time. I've always wanted to see Smokey Robinson. He's somebody I want to see. Yeah. I said Sunday. we. I said we all go fucking crash. Um, Steven Steakhouse. Steven Steakhouse. Steven Steakhouse. One o'clock. Let's go. We'll get some prime rate. One o'clock in the hey. afternoon. One o'clock in the uh, afternoon. Fuck it, it is for vehicles. It is for vehicles. They're, they're closing off the street right in front of Stevens. Can you get us in? Oh, bro. Yeah. Let me make a call, bro. Call. Make, make some calls, bro. Make some calls. So we're, we're here. Me and you. Oh, sorry. Let's get away. <laughs> So wow. I, can, I can hit that note. You I know, that I got a question, Gil, before we go. Is it yes. Oogum, Boogum, Boog? No, yes. no, no. I've, I lived in Bell my entire life. I grew up in Bell. I've never once seen a hooker. How do you identify them and where are they? Can you, can you draw them a map? Draw them a map. Okay, Florence in Atlantic. I got it. That's where, that's where the Conroy's is, the Florence.